Hey, welcome to Val's Word of the Day, where I'm passionate about resourcing you with biblical truths, and my hope is that you'd be transformed by the power of the gospel. Hey, if you're new to this podcast, first, thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen. And also, if this podcast blesses you in any way, would you consider writing a review and sharing it on your socials? That helps me with exposure as I get the gospel out. Also, in addition to giving to your local church, if you're looking for a ministry to partner with financially, you can do that by visiting valtopolu.com and clicking partner. And big thank you to those that are already partnered with this ministry. Uh, You are the reason that I'm able to produce more free resources on this podcast as I continue to resource you with biblical truths. All right, let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. And the title of today's episode is, it's very simple, it's a word on forgiveness. A word on forgiveness. Now, if we think about forgiveness, our whole lives as Christians are based on this word because our greatest need is to be forgiven of sin. I mean, that is man's greatest need. And You know, man's greatest need is not, it's not wisdom, it's not peace, it's not good health, it's not popularity. Those can be good things, but our greatest need is to be forgiven of sin. And that forgiveness is only found in Jesus. If you think about it, that's at the heart of the gospel. So God extends forgiveness to us. But think about this. We still often struggle to extend forgiveness to those around us. Now, as I begin today, I want to begin with the definition of forgiveness. To forgive is to cancel a debt, to cancel a debt. When Jesus forgives us, he says, I am wiping your slate clean. Think of Think of financial debt. Imagine you owe like 200000 and it is just completely erased and forgiven completely. Well, Jesus said in John 19.30 that it is finished. The telestai is the Greek word, um, which means it is paid in full. So forgiveness is to cancel a debt. That's what it means. That's a good working definition. Now, one more example It's like me letting someone borrow my beautiful Gretsch guitar and they leave it in the car and the guitar gets stolen. In this situation, what is forgiveness? Well, here's what forgiveness means here. I not only say, hey, man, I forgive you because my guitar was stolen. No, I tell the person You don't owe me a guitar. What am I doing? I'm canceling the person's debt. That is what forgiveness is. Now, nowhere in the Bible does it say to forgive and forget. That is not biblical because we as humans, we remember and we remember very well. So let's look at what the Bible says about forgiveness. Ephesians 4.32 tells us, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ, God forgave you. Now, the context here is 
extending forgiveness in the church, but this still applies to us. And what I love about God is God is so gracious because he knows you and I are going to sin. He knows we're going to blow it. Yet he still chooses to forgive us. Now, forgiveness does not feel natural. You know, when someone sins against us, we want to talk about what the person did to us. We want to get bitter. We want to get angry. And we've all been there. I've been there. And we want to dwell on what the person did to us. That is very natural. And and please hear me. If you have been sinned against, I do not want to minimize your hurt and just say, well, just forgive. No, there are times we need to go to counseling because the hurt. The wound is so deep, and oftentimes it takes a very long time to forgive and move on. So I want to acknowledge that if you're listening, I realize this is a heavy topic for many. Uh, for, for some, maybe your spouse left you for someone else. For so, some of us are angry and bitter at uh, uh, family members. Maybe some of you listening have been betrayed. And, and some of us have had deep friendships who, who ended over maybe a misunderstanding and, and you're struggling to forgive. Now, when you and I choose to forgive, we are saying, I will not hurt the person who hurt me. My response will be one that is rooted in love. See, it's refusing to hurt the person that hurt you. That is a proper response to forgiveness. And the, and the temptation that we all have is to distance ourselves from the person, to never talk, uh, never text, never come to the family gathering anymore. Um, that's the temptation. Now, I want to be very clear about this because we can forgive, but it does not mean the relationship will be restored. I want to say that again. We can forgive, but it does not mean the relationship will be restored. We can forgive, but it does not mean that the relationship will be reconciled. It takes two people to restore a relationship. That There are people I have forgiven in my life, but I don't meet with them for coffee every Friday. <laughs> I just don't. You know, just because I forgave them. But here is what I do not do. I don't gossip about the person who hurt me. I don't vent to others about how the person hurt me. You know, if we are always talking about the hurt to others and if we're gossiping, that's a sign we have not forgiven the person. So so we can we can always forgive, but it does not mean the relationship will be restored. Some of us listening might have to forgive someone that is already dead. Or maybe you can't even reach the person you're trying to forgive. In those situations, we can choose to forgive. Now, for those of us who are trying to reconcile a relationship, sometimes the cut in the wound is so deep that it will take a long time to restore the relationship. Because there are some things that we can just brush off and forgive. They're easy to forgive. And then there are wounds that can even take years to heal. And to really forgive. You know, when I was a hospital chaplain and I spoke to many patients who were actively dying, very often they, they would share how they were struggling to forgive something someone did, I'm talking about 10 years ago, 20 years ago. 
and they simply could not let it go. In fact, many, many die with unresolved bitterness and unforgiveness. And we have to remember Forgiveness is not just for the benefit of the other person. It actually benefits us when we choose to forgive. When we don't forgive, we're carrying a weight that is not necessary. It is not necessary. Now, forgiveness begins by confessing to the person you've offended, saying, I have sinned. Those those words are powerful. It starts with confession and hopefully it leads to a changed behavior. You know, in fact, one of the signs of real repentance, real change, is that the offender no longer chooses to hurt the other person. And they acknowledge, I am responsible for this person, for this person's hurt and their pain. It is my fault. You know, that is a sign of repentance. Another sign is that they don't dismiss or they don't minimize the behavior, saying things like, oh, it was just It was just this. You fill in the blank. No, they take full responsibility and they do not minimize the hurt. Honesty is key here because when the guilty person repents, then there is an opportunity for restoration in the relationship. And this transaction is interesting because it will only go well if there is genuine repentance, which is saying, I'm sorry and changing your actions, those two things. So it starts with confession and changing your actions. You know, I'll never forget a situation where I struggled to forgive a man that spoke negatively about my wife. I was working out at the gym and this man came up to me and said some very hurtful words that cut me deep. And for the longest time, I could not let the offense go. Everything in me wanted to gossip about this man Um, In fact, when I was at the gym, just full transparency, I wanted to use some colored language (laughs) when he said what he said. My natural response was, I want to retaliate. And here's what helped me forgive this man. Number one, realizing that if I stay bitter, that's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. When you and I refuse to forgive and choose to walk around with bitterness, I am limiting myself from experiencing the full freedom that God has for me. Unforgiveness is tiring and it wears us out. In fact, we are commanded to forgive. As I read earlier in Ephesians 4.32, and, and I want us to understand, you and I will have opportunities every single day every day to be offended and to walk around with unforgiveness. That's exactly what the enemy wants for us. But God's desire for you and me is to walk in freedom. And here's what happens. When we don't forgive, we start to lose relationships and and our Christian walk gets lonelier. And I want to be a Christian who is not bitter, angry, always walking around with baggage. You know, that's my desire. I want to extend the grace that's been extended to me. I mean, think of the grace that God has extended to you. You don't deserve it. I don't deserve it for sure. In fact, when you realize how unrighteous you are, 
how you're a sinner that needs grace. When you think about that, that should help you forgive. Romans 12, 18 reminds us to be peacemakers. It says, if it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Matthew 5, 9, blessed are the peacemakers. You know, we're called to pursue peace. And the reason you and I forgive is because we've been forgiven. That's why we forgive, because so much grace has been extended to us. And it's at the heart of our faith. Forgiveness is at the heart of the gospel. So who do you need to forgive today? You know, one question I always like to ask myself is, what does the gospel say about my situation? Remember, the gospel is who Jesus is and what he did for us. And the gospel points you and I to the cross where our sins were forgiven. Or maybe you're listening today and you need to forgive yourself. Make that decision today. Real repentance takes full responsibility of your sin. It doesn't blame others. It doesn't attempt to justify the sin. It's owning the words. And these words are powerful. Powerful. I have sinned. Man, if we can just own those three words, I have sinned. Those three words set so many people free. I have sinned. Who do you need to forgive today? This is Val's word of the day. Hey, thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to Val's word of the day. If you'd like to connect with me, head over to valtopalu.com and click connect. Shoot me a message. I always love to hear how God is using this podcast to help you grow in your faith. Or if this podcast is a resource that is continually blessing you, how would you consider partnering with Val's word of the day? And you can do that by clicking partner at valtopalu.com. God bless.